Today I would like to share with you about running back to God. The man in the Bible who ran back to God. And that is from the book of Jonah chapter 2 verse 1 to 10. I'd like us to have a look at those verses and read together. I'm going to request, who is a good reader here? Ah, uh, Judy. Would you just read from your Bible, Jonah chapter one, uh, chapter two, verse one to ten. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the fish's belly, and he said, "I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction, and He answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me." All your billows and your waves passed over me. Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me, even, my, even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the moorings of the mountains. The earth with its bars closed behind me forever. Yet you have brought up my life from the pit, O Lord, my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer went up to you into your holy temple. For those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pray that I have what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. So the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much, Judy. That was great. That is from the book of, uh, the reading from the book of Jonah, chapter 2, verse 1 to 10. And it talks about the man that hit the wall in the Bible. Wow. Now, when I told Dennis to turn and look the other side and told Stuart to make sure that he can make Dennis look at him, the only way Stuart could communicate to Dennis was throwing something to Dennis that can make him turn. <laughs> and most times we as Christians, we have come to a point that when things are so good in our lives, we are okay. We don't even pray. And then the Lord just throws something and we turn back to God. That is what has been happening. And every time we change our minds and go away from God and come back to him, God has always been listening to us. It has not started now. It started even when we heard the times of Jonah. When we were sharing about Jonah chapter 1, I shared about Jonah being sent to Nineveh and he decided, I don't want to go where you want me to go. So he turns uh, his ways and plans to go to Tarshish. So the Bible says that he goes down to Joppa, looks for a ship, pays and boards it. And what happens in the sea? Storms. 
Now when he gets into the ship or into the yeah into the ship he doesn't even sit upstairs with the others he goes downstairs and gets himself into sleep And things don't go very well And then people realize the gentiles realize something must must have happened And then they come and find him there sleeping and ask him what have you done and he was very happy to tell them what he has done and who he worships and there they realized that that this man is the cause of all what is happening and so they asked him what do you want us to do and he said pick me and throw me into the sea well most times when we do things wrong we don't like saying i'm sorry especially men They don't say sorry very often. They say, "Well, it has happened, but it is okay. I won't repeat it." But some men are so good that they say sorry despite what has gone on. Now, it's not only men, but also even us ladies and everybody, every Christian. Sometimes we do things that are against God, and we, instead of us just repenting, we just look for a way and make the story look long. If Jonah was really genuine, he would have said, "I'm very sorry, I'm the cause of all this. Let me jump myself into the sea." But no, he didn't do that. He said, "Pick me and throw me into the sea." He made them feel guilty because if anything happens, they will be the one who will be answerable. But they were wise. They decided to first pray to the Lord. And they discovered, "Oh, let us just pray." And they threw him. Then when they threw him, what happened the storms calmed and these people realized wow this man must have been worshiping the true god now we are in chapter 2 remember jonah was running away from god but now here he is i believe when he was thrown into the sea and maybe he didn't know how to swim i don't know how to swim either and he was trying all he could to save himself to get that last air and then all of a sudden he finds himself wow in this wonderful university of the prepared fish <laughs> the uber transport the fish god has prepared this fish and all of a sudden is now there in that deep 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 sea inside the fish And I believe inside it was all maybe a lot of bones smelling bad dark I don't think there was light and he realized I'm not going to die I thought I'm going to die but I'm not going to die what is going on here and now he realizes now I better make my ways right with God because maybe God has a reason for me so I believe I've done a bit of a recap of what I preached and now I'm going to the next. So when Jonah realizes that he's not going to die, we read in chapter 2. Oh, sorry. I want verse 1 and 2. So from inside the fish Jonah prayed to the Lord his God he said in my distress i called to the Lord and he answered me from deep in the realm of the dead 
called for help and you listened to my cry. You found me and into the depths, into the very heart of the seas, and the currents all about me. Mm. All your ways and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight. Thank you, Dennis. Well, uh, that tells us that when Jonah got into the fish, at first he was feeling so down. And you know why he was feeling down? Because he thought he was running away from God. And now here he is. He's been made a captive into this fish belly. Let me call it fish belly. And now he's there. He's not going to die. He's breathing as normal. It's dark. It's not a very conducive place. He's just there in that corner. And then he realizes that there is a reason for God doing all this to me. It means that he's not yet done with me. So I better make my ways right with him. <laughs> so, what does he do? He decides, okay, God, you've made all this for me. I'm going to pray. So he starts to pray. And he makes that as his best decision. And that is what encourages me that. Every time things go so bad in life, a lot of Christians, that's when we turn to God. It started with Jonah. When he was in that darkness, he realized, oh, I'm going just to pray. But not only did he pray, he talked about what the Lord has been doing to him. Because he, under, he has understood that God has not finished up with him. And so he wants to put God into the place that he belongs to. He's crying to the Lord that the Lord is going to have mercy upon him. In fact, Jonah prayed that God would give him another chance. And it shows us that sometimes things happen in life that we feel that we cannot even make it. We just want to give up. But that moment, that's when that that's, that's the moment that God wants to show himself to you. He wants your attention. When Dennis was facing that side, and Stuart wanted his attention, Stuart tried, because he couldn't talk. The only thing he could do was to throw something to Dennis, so that Dennis can have, that's the only communication that he had. The same way it has happened to Jonah. Jonah is running away from God. And then he decides, I'm going to make sure that I'm running away. He gets into the ship and goes under, thinking that that is very far from God seeing him. And then he makes a decision just to put away with life because he doesn't want to go to where God has sent him. And then he tells this gender, throw me into the sea. So he's thrown into the sea. And then he realizes... I'm not going to die the way I thought I'm going to die. I'm now trapped here. <sighs> what am I going to do? I can't even stretch. I have to be obedient. And that is the time that Jonah realizes it's time for me to pray. It's time for me to pray. Christians, brothers, sisters, things might not be as smooth as we want them to be. 
always turn to Jesus. I've been reading about this. It's a story that we all know, but what lesson do we get out of this? Lesson number one, when we call upon the name of the Lord in distress, the Lord will always listen. Jonah prayed to the Lord. Even though he was disobedient, he understood that God was merciful and was still able to forgive him and compassionate towards him. So he was ready to repent for his disobedience. Maybe sometimes you think that God listens only to those people who are having a good life. A friend of mine the other day was complaining that people go to bank to ask for loans and they are given money just there and then. They are not even asked a lot of other questions. But when she went to the bank, they said, we have to come to your house, we have to read this, we need referees. And she felt, wow, where am I I going through all this? Is it that God is not listening to me? No. God will always listen to you, even when you are in distress. When we read at verse 2, we see Jonah was not very great or very good in, in negotiating. He didn't have much to say to God that he can get his response right away. But God listened to Jonah. At times we pray to God and we pray, and I know most Christians have done this, we pray for healing and pray and pray. There's a time I was asking God, how come I pray for so and so get healed and and my husband is sick and you can't heal him. When he had the hip, hip problem, and I was just coming to a point that, God, can't you see your servant is suffering? And I prayed all I could, but it never worked. But when he had the operation, everything went straight away. Now, it's not that we didn't have the faith that God heals. It's not that God did not want to heal him. But in every situation, God has a purpose and a reason. Those who saw Pastor Stewart when he was walking with the walking sticks, we saw him in a lot of pain. And two weeks after the operation, he was just jumping as a young boy. And now it's all gone. It's history. A lot of people have had hip replacement. And we even see on the news and the papers, complications arise and they go. But the Lord has saved his servant because he has a purpose. He has not finished with him. So, even though we are in distress, even though we are praying to God and things are not happening, I want to assure you, don't give up. God is still listening. He's aware of what you are praying. He knows the best answer. Keep on praying. Keep on asking. Keep on waiting upon the Lord. Let us keep on calling upon the Lord. The second thing I learned about this is when we run, God will work out to get our attention. When we run away from God, God will always work out a way to get our attention. Jonah thought he was very, very wise. He was running away from God. But God trapped him. 
in the belly fish, or in the fish belly. And he got him. Jonah was in the depth of the sea, but he was protected from drowning by God. God provided the fish. I believe Jonah was singing to the very low level because fish don't always go in the high. They are always in the low level. So he sang into very low level. Some of us have seen others going into a very low level. We see people getting sick and we come to a point that we see now this one, there's no way that this person is going to be healed. It's just God. And we don't even want to associate with them because we don't want to have that heartache when they leave us. But again, God revives them. Those who saw me when I was sick, when I was in Kenya, I was at a point that even the doctor said, no, we can't treat her because my veins had blocked. And when I was taking her home, my mom said, the only thing I'm going to do is to call pastors and pray for you. And they prayed for me. And the following day, I was able to walk. After staying for two weeks, unable to eat or close my eyes. And I believe we've all seen people going down in their lifestyle, even in, at their place of work, financially. Things go wrong everywhere. And you just look at yourself and say, I'm not progressing in any way. But I want to say this. That time that you feel like you are not going anywhere, you are not progressing, you are so sick, your finances are not working, maybe you've lost a job, your children, they've gone against you. Even they're not listening to God's word. They're doing their own things. That's the time God wants your attention for prayer. God wants you to pray. Our God is full of grace. He is full of love. He is full of forgiving heart. He will not forgive you and write somewhere. No, he forgives and forgets. When we look at verse 5 and 6, we are reminded of what happened in chapter 1 verse 13 when the sailors asked him, what have you done? Well, let's look at verse 5 and 6. Oh, you can't hear me? Okay, Judy, read for us verse 5 and 6. Yep. The waters surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Seaweeds were wrapped around my head. I went down into the moorings of the mountains. The earth with its bars closed behind me forever. Yet you have brought up my life from the pit. Oh, my God. Wow. That's amazing. Mm. She shows us how Jonah was just in that situation, that he thought every, everything has just gone downhill for me. But he's remembering God. The Lord has intervened and spared his life. At times, God lets us 
experience the full consequences of our actions when we run. So we understand the cost and won't run quite as far as the next time. He does not do this to pay us, but he does this to win us back to him. Number three, God is strategic in how far he takes us. And that we get it from verse 7. We see God is strategic. Jonah writes that he has lost all hope. He turned all his thoughts once more to the Lord and his prayer went to him. This shows us that when we run, our lives may look out of control as Jonah did. But we are not out of God's reach. God is bringing us to the place where we have nowhere else to turn. He is our last resort. He is our creator. He knows us. He has good plans for us. And he has promised us that he will never leave us, neither forsake us. He says, call unto me. Even in when situations are hard, he says, call unto me. And he has given us all these promises so that we may stand by them. He's the God of the 11th hour. Number four, we forfeit God's grace when we run away from him. And we see this in verse nine, eight and nine where Jonah concluded that salvation belongs to God. It is pointless to have faith in the worthless idols. Anything that you give a priority more than God, it's your God. If you love your job more than God, if you love your family more than God, if you love money more than God, then money, children, job, they are the idols. The person who puts their trust in such things, they, they forsake God's love and God's loving kindness, which is seen in his mercy. So those who worship false gods turn their backs on all God's mercies. But let us all offer our sacrifices to the Lord with songs of praise. There are consequences and in verse 10, we realize that it says, Then the Lord ordered the fish to spit up Jonah on the beach, and it did. What does this mean to us? It tells us that God uses our brokenness for a purpose. Everyone God has ever used has first reached the end of themselves. Even me. Even you who is a minister. As I conclude, I would like to say this. God is amazing. He's God who gives a second chance to those who run to him. We have seen Jonah's rebellion and how he responded. One, he, he cried to God for help. He accepted God's discipline and he placed his trust and hope in God's promises. He submits to God's will, and then he's given a second chance. So, 
How should we run back to God? By remembering who we are. By doing so with reckless abandon. By trusting him even when it makes no sense. By putting behind us all that would impede us. And also by remembering it's not about us but about God. May the Lord bless you so much. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening to this podcast by Wattle City Church. If you Google Wattle City Church, you'll find us on Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, and a whole bunch of other platforms. Feel free to listen. We pray that you'll be encouraged by this message and by other messages that you listen to. We praise God and we pray blessings upon you in Jesus' name. Amen.